Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thanks for joining us on this broadcast. I don't know about you, but yesterday's message gave me reason to pause once again and consider where I am when it comes to God's love and how I'm responding to it at all times and with all those that I come in contact with. Am I loving with His love or claiming that it is while actually reacting to my own natural desires and sympathies and emotions? God's love may include those, but it always goes beyond those and feeds all manner of sheep, no matter what they're like or how they respond to or treat me. This is exactly the love that Jesus showed us on the cross. I hope you were encouraged and a challenge to step it up when it comes to feeding his sheep for his glory. If you missed it or want to listen or view again, share it with others. You can go to Love and Lordship loveandandlordship.com. That's our website. You can get the book there. It's an icon right in the middle of the homepage. You can click to give. If the Lord's leading you to do that, we thank you for that. All donations are fully tax deductible. But more than that, you can click on the read or, or watch tabs at the top and find the videos and podcasts for these, these broadcasts and these presentations, these messages. You can also click on... on um, I'm sorry, I said read or watch, watch or listen, watch or listen. You can also click on the read tab and find articles, these many more. Uh, there's several years worth on there. Would love to know what you think. I hope and pray that they will help you. They will challenge you. They will encourage you. And either way, they will bless you. If you have any comments or concerns or questions, you can reach me at loveandlordship, loveandlordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship at gmail.com. Thanks for the responses. Good, bad, and ugly. I've said that several times, but that's okay. I think it helps us all, and I appreciate that. Having looked at Jesus' command to Peter to essentially die to himself and give himself away in taking care of God's sheep, we're going to follow up today, as I mentioned at the, at the close of yesterday's program, by figuring out what we really hold dear and if the Lord is able to help himself to our lives in order to reach more to know him. We'll close today with only the only way this can happen, and that is if Christ is truly Lord of our lives. Remember, we stated it many times on the Authority of Love program that Christ is either Lord of all or not Lord at all. We must know what it means for him to be Lord and how that plays out in our lives and are therefore are feeding his sheep, no matter the cost. In, in our, we're going to have two of Oswald Chambers' devos today coming together, because you'll see why in just a minute. But the first one, the question here is simply, he asks, could this be true of me? This is March 4th in the devo in the book or on myutmost.org. The question here is simply asking, as we'll see throughout this message, what counts the most to me? And do I really belong to Christ? Is he having his way with me? We have to determine this based on his word and not on the churchianity of today that simply asks us to show up, give some money, serve from time to time. I say it every time. Those are good things. But there are many people, and Jesus talks about this, that are doing all kinds of things in his name that don't know him. And they're going to be left out. That's really sad. We can't afford to, be, to, to have people left holding the bag and not being part of his kingdom. It has to be about 
developing and deepening our relationship with him and everything else will flow from that. Chambers uses Acts 20, 24 as the foundational text for his message today as Devo. But none of these things move me, Paul says, neither count I my life dear unto myself. Wow. Can we say that? I'd like to be able to. I think there's sometimes I do. There's other times I'm not so sure. Chambers devotional says this, it is easier to serve God without a vision. Easier to work for God without a call because then you are not bothered by what God requires. Common sense, natural affinities, we talked about them yesterday, sympathies, compassions, veneered over with Christian sentiment. You will be more prosperous and successful, more leisure-hearted if you never realize the call of God. But if once you receive a commission from Jesus Christ, the memory of what God wants will always come in like a goad. Mm. You will no longer be able to work for him on the common sense basis. What do I really count dear? If I have not been gripped by Jesus Christ, I will count service dear, time given to God, that's dear, my life dear unto myself. Paul says he counted his life dear only in order that he might fulfill the ministry he had received. He refused to use his energy for any other thing. Acts 20, 24, our text says, states that Paul's almost sublime annoyance at being asked to consider himself. He was absolutely indifferent to any consideration other than that of fulfilling the ministry he had received. And let me add, we've all received a calling in a ministry of some kind. If it's nothing more than just to be a disciple and make disciples, that's the greatest of all. Some may do more teaching or preaching or whatever, but all of us have been called to be disciples and make disciples. Paul was absolutely indifferent to any consideration other than that of fulfilling this ministry he'd received. Practical work may be a competitor against abandonment to God because practical work is based on this argument. Remember how useful you are here? Or think how much value you would be in that particular line of work. That attitude does not put Jesus Christ as the guide, as the Lord, as the priority as to where we should go. But our judgment as to where we are of most use. Remember, in our book, we talk about it this way. We have opted in our churches, many American churches today, for a corporate success model rather than a kingdom fruit model. Never consider, Chambers says, whether you are of use, but ever consider that you are not your own, but his. This is at the core of what it means for us to surrender to Christ and make him Lord of our lives. No wonder many walked away when he started talking to them about what discipleship actually meant. Look at Luke, or I'm sorry, John chapter 6. That, that's, that's what happened. Look at John 6 and you'll see what I'm talking about there. The second part of today's message is the natural question that comes from what we've just been talking about. What do I hold dear above all else? And it's found in this question that is the title for the, the next devotional and the second part of our message today. Is he really Lord? That's in March 5th, the very next day in the book, the, the devotional booklet, or myutmost.org. I give you that every day for those who are following along or who would like to begin doing that. 
This is the question and consideration that should rise above all others in our daily lives and how we walk it out in Him. If we are commanded to be and make disciples, then what? Then that means He must be Lord, so we need to know what His Lordship looks like in line with His Word, not with our own defining of it or to fit our desires and feelings. We go back to Acts 20, 24 again for this. So that I may finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus. We alluded to it earlier when the, when the, the point was in the title was, uh, could this be true of me? Where, where's my life really being spent out, right? So he says here, is he really Lord? Paul says, so that I, for one purpose only, so that I may finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus. Joy means the perfect fulfillment of that for which I was created and regenerated, renewed, remade, reborn in Christ, not the successful doing of something. The joy our Lord had, had lay in doing what the Father sent him to do. Let me read that again. The joy of our Lord had lain in doing what the Father sent him to do. And he says, as my Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. Have I received a ministry from the Lord? I believe this is it. What is yours? I talked about it earlier. Even if it's simply to be his disciple and make disciples. Chambers goes on, if so, I have to be loyal to it, to count my life precious only for the fulfilling of that ministry. That doesn't mean we don't work. That doesn't mean we don't take care of family. That means in all of those things, we're doing them for that purpose, to glorify him as Lord, to walk as his disciple. Think of the satisfaction it will be to hear Jesus say, well done, good and faithful servant, to know that you have done what he sent you to do. We, have, we all have to find our niche in life, and spiritually we find it when we receive our ministry from the Lord. In order to do this, we must have accompanied, spent time with Jesus. We must know him as more than a personal Savior. I will show him how great things he must suffer for my sake. Mm. Do you love me? We're back to the piercing question from last week's episodes and Jesus' response in yesterday's message, then feed my sheep. There is no choice of service, only absolute loyalty to our Lord's commission, loyalty to what you discern when you are in the closest contact with God. If you have received that ministry from the Lord Jesus, you will know that the need is never the call. The need is the opportunity. That's where I live out my call, but that's not what I go for. I go because he called me. The call is loyalty to the ministry you received when you were in real touch with him, ultimately to him. This does not imply that there is a campaign of service marked out for you, but it does mean that you will have to ignore the demands for serving along other lines. Man, that's tough. That's why we got to learn to say no from time to time, right? Food for thought. One of the gravest errors in our modern-day churches and missions is that we've placed the needs of people above the call, command, and therefore the lordship of Christ. Spend time with him in his word and prayer and listening. That's our first love and action item right every day. As you hear every day in, in, in just a moment, you'll hear it once again, or at least I'll allude to it. 
the impact in your life and overflow into others will meet their greatest needs, but that's not the reason or the impetus for it. That is simply the outflow, the opportunity we have to let his truth and love overflow from us to them. This is, in, this is keeping him as Lord in all things. Love in action, what do we say? Spend time with God in his word, prayer, and listening every day. Just five to ten minutes if you've not started, but take that time every day. And begin with the scriptures in this message. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. That's number two. Number three, how have you considered what worth or the value or worth of your life? Is it the amount of work you've done for others? Is it in the successes you've had that others can see and count? Or is it in your abandoned commitment to Jesus regardless of the outcomes and what others see? Think about that. That's number three. Number four, what can or will you do to make sure that the focus, the impetus, and the power all comes from your loving relationship with him above all else? That's what it means for him to be Lord and again for him to overflow in and through you. Tomorrow's another Wednesday for Women with Adia Wushner. We've got lots to discuss and share, so be sure to join us and invite family, friends, loved ones, and enemies. If they'll listen, we'd love to have them. Thank you very much. You can find out more at loveandlordship.com. If you want to give, near the upper right, there's a tab, Give tab. All donations are tax deductible, and we thank you ahead of time or those you are already doing we thank you so much appreciate that and if it's not us keep praying until the lord shows you who he would desire for you to partner with and give to and then be faithful and loving and obedient to do so i want to thank you once again for joining us thanks for your prayers thanks always to the lord make it a great day and god bless in christ now stay tuned at 12:45 here in a little while for greg horn and hope is here i'm greg williams and you're listening to the authority of love